Married with Channels podcast. Hi there. Married couple talking about TV shows and movies. Hi. Hi. Hi, husband. Hi, wife, Jody. I'm Jody. I'm the husband, Moose. Yeah. And we're brought to you by Honey. Make sure you get the Honey plug-in at joinhoney.com slash married. Sage advice there. So let's jump right into it. All right. The return of the lasso. Like I'm not a Mumford and Sons fan, but that song that song works for that show for sure. Sure. I love them, by the way, Mumford and Sons. I know you do. Yeah, I'm a fan. That's part of the reason I'm serving you divorce papers. We can like told you that. You know, we can like different music, and that's okay. No, we must both like Metallica all the time. Hell no. So Ted Lasso season two is back. Yeah. 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 And it's kind of more of the same. Sure. I, mean, I don't mean that in a bad way either. I mean that in a good way. Yeah. You know, because it's, you know, it's just, it's just good. It's just, there's good vibes there. There's nothing too salacious or, I don't know, help me out here. We, we well, explain the Ted Lasso experience. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's funny. It's got heart. It's good writing. It's kind of quick, you know, it's kind of snappy, I mm-hmm. guess. Um. But yeah, it, it always kind of has you rooting for the underdog and, you know, just a good, nice, little warm-hearted show. Agreed. With yeah, some no, funny. No, I totally agree with you there. Yeah? Yeah. No, it's uh, good, lighthearted, warm and sunny, all that stuff that you mentioned. Yeah. And uh, it's funny. I also like, though, that they still tackle some, you know, real-life issues, like... Um, this season started off this episode with someone dating after a divorce, you know, starting Mm -hmm. to get back out there again. And, you know, it also kind of dealt with this sports terminology that I just learned. What is it again? The yips. The yips. The yips. You've never heard the word the yips. I've never heard that. Like, ever. I I think it probably because it's mostly a golf term and you don't golf. And I never got the yips when I golfed. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying it'd be like braggadocious, but I just, just, maybe it's because I didn't play nearly enough to get it. So can you have the yips in other sports though? And is it called the yips? I guess so. I've never heard it except in the context of golf. Okay. I mean, why not? I mean, yeah. So when I hear yips, I think of golf and putting. It's like, it's an easy putt, but you have. Bang it over way left, 40 feet past the hole. Is it because you're just in your own head and overthinking it? Is that pretty much what that is? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. 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 That's a big part of it. Okay. Well, I definitely experienced the yips in other sports. Like, you know, softball comes to mind. Like, you go through a streak of, like, just striking out game after game, you know, inning after inning. So, you know. Yeah, so you get I guess, in your own head. I guess it would apply, and it's interesting, you know, Danny Rojas, Mister Football is Life. Yeah, he's like the best, and he kicks that uh, penalty kick, and it he kills a greyhound. First of all, I don't know how you could kill a na- a dog with mm-hmm. a soccer kick. I could be way uh, off. Yeah, I mean, maybe I suppose it depends on the velocity of the ball and the fragility of the dog's cranium i mean maybe i mean i don't even know if it has to hit the cranium like you could do internal bleeding and they just you know decide the dog shouldn't suffer and i don't know 
how many butts it sniffed in the past 24 hours. I mean, this all factors in, right? <clears throat> Ew, gross. But uh, yeah, he kills the dog. He starts feeling really guilty. Yeah. He can't play. He can't do anything. So they bring in a sports psychologist. Yes. And it seems like Ted Lasso season two, not that this is going to be a big plot thing, but I think there's going to be some borderline adversarial stuff between Ted Lasso and the sports psychologist. Really? I, I thought she was a one and done type I, I, character. I don't think so. Huh. Interesting. And when it was, it was made more clear to me when... Danny comes out. He's all better. Yeah. You know, he met with the sports psychologist and he's yeah. ready to party and rock and football his life again. Sure. And Ted Lasso looks up at the uh, stands and the sports psychologist comes out, just kind of looks. And when he looks up at her, she walks away. Yep. And that to me is a good way of showing, not telling that there's going to be some differences there. I don't think it's going to be like a listen bitch you know i just i just took it as she was a one and done character and they already kind of had that going on you know he as a coach was like i don't know about this mumbo jumbo you know yeah but then he's very much anti but then he saw the power of it and the benefit of it and he was like "Ooh, i need to go talk to her teach have her teach me her ways you know <laughs> yeah i don't know if it's gonna get i don't think so okay I think he's well i took that differently well but... so but don't forget like a bunch of players are lined up to go meet with her now. Yeah. It's almost She's like curing all their issues. <laughs> I think he takes, I think his coaching power, yeah. he believes is in the power of changing minds and hearts huh. and getting people on board the same ship. And hmm. this woman might represent a threat to that. I, d I disagree because she has the same goal. You know? know? Yeah. But maybe, maybe there's some backstory there that we haven't heard where, Maybe, you know, some some athletic director at a college he coached at realized that Ted Lasso has nothing to do with this team winning, therefore we can fire him. Hmm. I don't know. But okay. Ted Lasso season two, episode one in the books. Still great. Hopefully yeah. it stays that way. You got anything else on Ted Lasso? Um, the only thing I didn't like was when Keely was like trying to push Roy oh. into being a pundit, of you know, a soccer pundit in... You know, that just kind of bothered me. Like, is that going to be a thing with them and their relationship that, you know, he, she's not satisfied with him being a retired nine and under girls coach, you know? I don't, I don't know. think it's that. Okay. I think she sees in him lots of potential. Yeah. Like she, when she was with Jamie, mm -hmm. right? Isn't that the... Mm -hmm. Jamie Tart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who had a little cameo at the end. Yeah. Um. He was a big self-absorbed kind of prick. Sure. And she was able to see the good and make him feel good and find all the good about him mm -hmm. and bring it out of him. And I think that's what she's good at. Okay. And I think Roy sees that. He's very much like, she knows that whatever, you know, uh, I think we should have eggs this morning. I don't want no effing eggs, <laughs> eggs and blah, 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 blah. About four of those, and he'll be like, all right, I have some eggs. You know? <laughs> and then he'll eat the eggs and be like, you know what? These are good eggs. That's her method of getting through his tough outer candy shell. Is that kind of what you're getting? Yeah. Okay. I just think she's good at bringing out the good. Huh. And I think it's a good match. And I think she knows that that's good for him. Like, he'd be really good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for what reason? I don't know. Other than his obvious 
you know, experience with the sport mm -hmm. and he can, you know, analyze stuff. But also maybe she sees that he is a gruff guy would be really good on air. Like mm. That would draw people in. I don't know. Sure. She's kind of like the uh, the fairy that's floating around. Yeah. That's making helping stuff happen. And I mean, helping she, people. She, yeah, she, yeah. Well, she was consulting um, Rebecca about her date and things like that, too. Like they were having girl talk. Yeah. So. No, totally. Yeah. Yeah, and um, he had a nice moment with uh, Rebecca. Yeah. There's definitely some give and take going on, and I think these people are kind of helping each other out in their own ways. And I think uh, Keely? Keely. Mm -hmm. is, uh, I think she's good for Roy. It's almost like he needs to, I don't want to say do everything she says, but mm -hmm. I, he really needs to listen to her and factor in what she's saying. Huh, okay. And whatever it is. Sure. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's like, you need to do this. Yeah. Because money or okay. whatever, you know? All right. I don't think it's that at all. Hmm. But maybe I'm wrong. We'll find out. Maybe I'm right. <laughs> you got anything else be. on Ted Lasso season No, two? I just like it. It's, it's easy. It's nice, you know? Yeah, it's funny. And funny, yes. Yeah. I love the Nate thing. Yeah. Like, he's kind of an asshole now. Yes, that's so <laughs> like, great. It's almost like he's trying to be an asshole, but yeah. he's not. Yes. All right, moving on. I'm sorry, you know how fast you're going back there? Uh, no, how fast? You're doing 55 in a 45 zone. Well, how about now? Sir, why are you showing me your laptop's browser? It's my honey plug-in. It makes numbers go from big to small, so that 55 speeding ticket is about to get a lot smaller. I don't think it works that way. Yeah, you just go anywhere in your browser, like an online store, and Honey does the automatic promo code MAGIC. Finding the best code to get you the best discount on your speeding ticket. No, the Honey plugin just finds the promo codes for online stores only. It has nothing to do with speeding tickets. Bar tabs? Nope. Street vendors? Nope. Crop dusters? Nope. Hmm. Well, maybe. If they have an online store. Oh, okay. So, I downloaded the free plugin at joinhoney.com slash married for nothing? No, there's about 17 million people using the Honey plugin and they're paying next to nothing. Okay, so I'll just go to donutexpress.com and see if the Honey plugin will... Uh, That's bribery, mm. sir. Slow it down, please. You slow it down. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. You don't make sense. Have a good day. Go to joinhoney.com slash married now. Do it. So we uh, touched on it last week a yeah. little bit, and let's get right into it a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> it's the theme song to The White Lotus on HBO Max. Ah, nice. Which, when we talked about this, we'd watched like the first episode. Mm -hmm. And I think we left it at there's no cliffhanger. We don't know what's going on. Sure. What's happening here? Yeah. But I'm, I find myself getting interested in this more and more. Yeah. It's weird though, because there's no like, they need to figure this out. Who's the murderer? You know, there's sure. no, there's no A plot yeah. necessarily. It's almost just like a bunch of people intermingling. Yeah. Intertwined. Yeah. Yeah. They're just now starting to get into each other's lives a little bit. Yeah. Um, and you're hearing a little bit. It's definitely like this show is like all character driven. 
Definitely. It's, just, it's a character exposition. Yeah. So I was going to comment that it's a slow, slow burning character piece. Like, it, yeah, it totally is. You just really kind of get all this character development for these people. But yeah. one thing that is common, these people share way too much with complete strangers on vacation. Like, that's not real. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, it's a, Yeah, it's a little out there in that regard. Yeah. I don't know. Like, for instance, the Jennifer Coolidge character. Yeah. Tanya? Tanya. I don't know what her deal is. I don't At either. At first I thought, oh, she's just super bereaved. Right. And sad. Yeah. And, you know, she gets the massage and now she's like borderline obsessed with the masseuse lady and is yeah. going to fund her own business, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then she dumps her mom's ashes and just essentially talked about how her mom was a uber bitch. Yeah. And hated her. and Pretty abusive. And yeah. She, and it's just, you know, there's some interesting character stuff here, like the daughter of Steve Vaughn and uh, Connie Britton's character, yeah. Olivia. Olivia. Mm -hmm. She is like this kind of... Like she is like is she Satan? <laughs> I don't know. She's kind of cold hearted, isn't she? She is, and she's almost like pulling strings a little bit. Yeah, definitely with her brother. Yeah, sometimes with her mother. The only one she seems to have any affection for in her family mm -hmm. is the father, and even that's tentative. Right. You I know, don't know. Is she just at that bitchy teenage age? I don't know. I don't know. And then you got the the honeymoon couple where. I was like aghast that he's lying there on the poolside with his new wife. Yeah. She's on the phone with her mom or something. And yeah. he jumps in the pool, laps down about 20 feet yeah. and starts flirting with the two teenage girls. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. dude. I know. Dude. Yes. Like the balls or either balls or just cluelessness of the guy. I don't know. He's kind of clueless anyway. Like he's on his honeymoon and all he can do is complain about the stupid room and yeah. like then he gets his mom to take care of stuff and like call their broker or whatever. I don't even know. The travel I, agent. Yeah. The agent. Yeah. I, yeah it just. Ugh. I don't like that guy at all. He's. But then he comes back with some kind of redeeming stuff where he seems to genuinely love his wife. Now, mm. it's kind of coming out that maybe he's just sexually attracted to her. Yeah, no. That just says all the things she wants to hear. Yeah, I mean, not letting her have a career, not knowing what's important to her, not like paying attention to her needs at all whatsoever. He doesn't even like pay attention to her needs in the sack. So, yeah. <laughs> like. Right. I don't know. I think he's pretty self-absorbed and a and not genuinely loving her. No, yeah, so. it's almost like I don't know. I don't know what this show's about, and I'm kind of cool with that. I know. Like, right? is it about is it about families? About mortality? Like, usually a show like that where it's like I don't know what's going on. I don't know these people. Why these people are here? I, usually, I abandon it. I'm annoyed by it. Yeah. But for some reason here, it's okay. Yeah, it's I I'm just kind it's, of like I'm I want to see what these people are going to do like the sun going out to sleep on the beach and he's sitting there looking out and he sees the whale breach and Yeah. Uh, you know, I was thinking like oh, he's going to swim out there. I know, me too. Or something or he's going to fall asleep and he's going to drown and there's your big dramatic moment. Yeah. And but none of that's happened. It's like 
it's almost like the drama version of Seinfeld. Like, it's a show about nothing. Yeah, kind of. But maybe of. it's about something. Yeah. One thing that's kind of... It keeps of, you guessing. I thought there would be more comedy in this, but maybe my thinking hmm. was wrong. My my expectation of that was wrong. I don't really see a lot of comedy here. No, there isn't really a lot of comedy. There's some comedic moments, but yeah. I, I think I told you that, that I heard that it kind of starts out kind of some comedy, then it towards the end it gets towards drama. Yeah. But it's definitely more drama, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, it definitely is. But, you know, I I just find myself interested in how these characters are all going to interact. Yeah. Like, they're doing a good job about setting up these characters, giving you their backstories a little bit. Yes. And now they're going to kind of let them loose. Yeah. Like, to what's going to happen? Yeah. Because yeah. Olivia and her friend left the bag on the beach, and now the uh, concierge has it, and he's taking all the pills and getting drunk again. Yeah, he relapsed in his sobriety there. Steve yeah. Zahn finds out his dad was died of AIDS, not cancer, and had a double life as a homosexual, and now he's drunk at the bar with the concierge who's gay, and now there might be some flirting going on there, <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> yeah. And then Steve's on talking with uh, Alexandria Daddario's character, all half liquored up. And yes. I don't know. He was like trying to hit on some other ladies at the bar as well. He was tanked. And I think the setting is interesting too, because it's almost like it's meant to provide a contrast Yeah. to the complicated lives of the characters. Because like the setting is on a swanky resort in Hawaii. Yeah. By the way, I think it was filmed at the Marriott Four Seasons in maui oh really yeah and um it's almost like it's meant to disarm you a little bit oh like if this were taking place somewhere else like in the city yeah it's almost like an an r an aura or a presence with being set in the new york city yeah there's it's like an automatic tension sure but i think you set it in a resort beaches yeah Hawaiian Infinity music, pools, Hawaiian yeah. music. It's almost like the tropical plants and flowers. I think that will add to whatever reveal or turn this is going to take. Because huh. you can be like, "Whoa, I was so lulled into a state of submission here." Sure. But uh, I got a bag on the show with the color grading. Yeah, we've talked about this many times. Yes, it's like they put this orange filter over everything. Yeah, it's like the. California sunset glow on everything, like a Valencia filter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah bordering on sepia tones for crying out loud. Yeah. And there was one scene where Olivia and her mom were walking towards the camera, and I thought, they get the same skin tone as uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's just this orange huh. kind of- Because of this fil- color stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, the color yeah. grading on the show. I mean, maybe we- I'm- Maybe it bothers me because I want to see the Hawaii. I want to see well, the beautiful. Well, yeah, that's kind of how we, the context of how we were talking about it. Like, you want to see the beautiful tropical water, the Absolutely. sandy beaches, all the flowers and plants that are bright, vivid colors, you know. Even even the decor in Hawaii, you know, those prints, Hawaiian prints and things like that. Everything is kind of, colors turned up a little bit more. Yeah. So, and I want to play this theme song just a little bit more. Yeah. It's it's kind of evocative of the show itself in that it has this kind of beachy tropical vibe, not too much. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not Don Ho. Right. But also has this kind of creepy Yeah. 
kind of like I, I pictured like spirits floating around a cauldron you yeah. know and there's a fire sure you know we talked about kind of that opening sequence and at first i thought now oh, this is boring it's just wallpaper you know it's just like hawaiian design wallpaper and like picture depictions on it but then you kind of clued me into something like well maybe it means something and so and maybe i'm reading way too much into it but I started to take note, like what kinds of animals and pictures we're showing yeah. with the cast member's name and how does that fit with their character? And so oh, yeah. you'll have to maybe check that out, see if it kind of lines up with the depiction of that character that they play. Yeah. 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 That'd be, uh, I, I, I'm sure the think piece or at least the Twitter post is out there about how if you watch the credits, yeah, each, uh, blah, I know blah, that's blah. pretty deep and way out there, probably left field for I mean, everybody, but that's one of those like Easter eggs. That's like cool. Well, if, I don't know if that's fact, but, but I know, I, I know I kind of took it that way. Maybe But I'm saying know. like, if that does come to come to fruition. Yeah. You heard it here first yeah. on this podcast. Well, there you go. <laughs> I think any show that does stuff like that yeah. is, I think that's so clever and so cool. It just yeah. adds to it, you know? Sure. And it makes you more immersed in not just that show, but future shows, I think. Yeah. Well, and I don't know. Everybody does such a great job with some of those artistic pieces. They don't get enough credit sometimes. Like other shows we've watched, you know, the opening sequence of Game of Thrones, that was pretty cool mm -hmm. and you know westworld stuff like that like just some of those shows it's just amazing you know that artwork yeah. i i can appreciate opening sequences big time yeah i like a good opening sequence oh what was the one that was really sucked uh, i don't know was it the undoing oh yeah it was so yeah it just, was boring it was it like her as a child or something it really had nothing to do with anything really yeah, and it was like this slow emo version of a popular song that I can't recall. I can't recall now either. But I remember that being just so like, this yeah. is wasting my time. Yeah, There's we skipped interesting it every here. time. <laughs> so The White Lotus, we're in through the first three episodes. It releases new episodes every week like Ted Lasso. and Making um, me wait. Can't be binge, binge watching. Would you, would you recommend it? Um, You know, if you're into slow burning character pieces, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, and you know what's clever is they started the show with the honeymooning husband in the airport. Yeah, and then there's like a casket getting loaded onto his plane. Yeah, and so his wife, you know, your mind goes to based on the conversation with the old couple, uh, that's his wife in the casket. Sure, but I don't think he said that. No, did he? Did he I say his know. wife died? I don't Maybe recall. he did, but my point is, you know. We see the casket. He's talking to them about his, him and his honeymoon. Your mind goes to, that's the wife in the casket. Mm -hmm. When they show the casket load in the plane, especially because it's his plane. So, but that, not, that, might, that might not be it, though. I don't she know. She might have left him, and that casket is actually Jennifer Coolidge's character, or Armand, or... And also, we haven't heard from the one gal who got pregnant. What? The, the trainee. Oh, yeah, the one that was there... For one day, they yeah. mentioned her, but Lanny, yeah, Lonnie, Lonnie, Lonnie yes. Anderson. All right, the White Lotus HBO yeah. Max. Would yeah. you recommend it? Yeah, I think so. Like yeah. you said, if you want to sit and kind of you know watch and see how these see character stuff develop and mm -hmm. you know, uh, and you know it's 
even the color grading, you still get a sense of a nice tropical feel. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd recommend it. Some of the characters bug me, like the daughter and Paula, and, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, you know, some of those people might get under your skin a bit, but. That's part of the experience. Yeah, part of it. What the kids are watching. Yay. Yay. She is watching Sailor Moon. Uh, anime show. Yes. And it's on Netflix. I don't know where it. Obviously, it originates from Japan, but I don't know what network. Anyway, we were talking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. And I can usually watch most of her stuff. Mm-hmm. I cannot watch this. Me either. I cannot watch it. It's Sailor Moon Crystal, by the way. Oh, is it like a series? Yes. Oh, they have different versions. It's a newer okay. series, I guess. Don't care. I don't know. It's terrible. <laughs> I can't. I tried. I just can't. I don't get the anime thing. I don't like, I know there are people who are like obsessed with it. I know. I don't get it. Like their eyes are huge. The The dubbing is weird. Mm-hmm. Their mouths, their mouths never like move uh, in conjunction with the form of the words and the yep. letters. Yep. It's always open or close, open or close, open sure. or close. And that plus that plus that plus that equals, ugh, get out of here. Also, can I say that this was a little bit of parenting fail on my part. This one's TV 14. And I started, like, noticing some some swears oh, and <laughs> I know and some other stuff. And I was like, wait a minute. You know, um, it's mild language. But I did hear, like, damn and hell. And I was like, what? That's not Y7, you know? Like, you would think an animated series might be. But, um, <laughs> you know, I I also think, like, the ladies are wearing kind of some skimpy outfits. You, you yeah, know my stance on that. There's been a couple times where Evie pointed out, like, uh, yeah, you can see her butt or, yes. like, that's a... Oh, look, she, the bad girl wears a pretty revealing top. Like, yeah. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, it's almost like. It's a little cringy. Yeah, but sometimes. the cat's out of the bag there. I know, right? Like, she's already been watching it. Not that. Yeah. Not that those things are super horrific, but just be mindful. It is TV 14. There's some violence. There's some swearing there's some maybe inappropriate clothing choices. Yeah. So. And I, my biggest issue with it, I think is the, the frantic pace of it. You yeah. Know? Like these anime things are always very intense. They're always very intense. Yeah. And she was watching it at night for a little bit. And then we had to put the kibosh on that because it would almost kind of get her brain pumping. Yeah. Before bed. Well, it's probably kind of like us watching a scary movie right before bed. Yeah, like, yeah. I need sure. a little wind down after that. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, she likes it. And yeah. so far, I haven't seen anything that's really offensive. No, not super like, oh, we're done with that. No more. I'm taking the remote. You know, there's nothing like that. But <laughs> proceed with caution. First time I catch a scene on Sailor Moon with a blumpkin, I'm ending it. Oh, my God. Shutting it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not a fan. Any of that anime shit. And it runs, anime runs the gamut. It can be for like little kids, then they have like some borderline porn anime. Yes. Yeah, you gotta know what you're getting into there. Yeah, I don't know if I'd let a 10 year old watch this. 
Uh, no. Got to do it again. No, I don't think I would. Yeah, agree. Whoopsies. Parenting fail. We'll just agree to agree. Right? All right. I think that'll do it, right? That'll do it. Okay. Yeah, put it to bed. Put this puppy to bed. Night, night, puppy. You good little married with channels. Make sure you go to joinhoney.com slash Mary Get the Honey plug-in to get your uh, discount codes automatically put into your cart no matter where you're shopping. Yeah. And follow us that. on Twitter at Mary W. Chance. Subscribe to the podcast. Tell yeah. your weird friends. Yeah, do that too. Yeah, what else should they do? Um, I think you said it. Buy the Married with Channels uh, special edition Lamborghini. Ooh, yeah. That could be yours. Do that too. Yeah. You can get the details at com. <laughs> Until next time, uh, this is the Married with Channels podcast. I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. Uh, bye-bye. Yeah, bye. Yeah, yeah.